Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your host, Michael Boldea. Uh, that is, until uh, the nerd kings of Silicon Valley decide to, you know, scrub our channel clean. Yes, uh, apparently, uh, last week, I have no idea what I could have said. Maybe it's an upset Beth Moore fan that complained. I don't know. It's just a hypothesis. But, last week... Um, we did uh, get our program taken down for violating uh, quote-unquote community standards. Now, this is the same community uh, that has a video up currently um, called Is It Real? Uh, we're going to get into that in a second uh, if you happen to be... Uh, you know, sensitive about certain things, I'd, I'd caution you. I would even encourage you to maybe skip this particular program. But in any case, uh, as always, I do need to remind you that this is a recording. Uh, we are recording uh, today. It's, uh, let's see, May the 5th. Wow, time flies. Uh, to all my Hispanic friends out there, uh, happy Cinco de Mayo, as Americans would say, or Cinco de Mayo, as, you know, people with a Latin background would say. Anyway, it's May 5th. I may go have a taco today. I know, that's racist. Or is it racial appropriation? I don't know anymore. But uh, I, I wouldn't be making the taco in my kitchen or as they would say in Tijuana, in my cucina. So uh, I would actually be helping uh, the Hispanic community in uh, my local town uh, stay in business with their Mexican food because I would be purchasing said Mexican food from their establishment. So in honor of Cinco de Mayo, I will be having a taco. Now I know uh, some of you, well, no, everybody can get a taco. It's everywhere. It's like Coke or Pepsi. Tacos and pizza and burgers. Uh, you know, we, we've become this, this society where, you know, sad people use real money to buy fake coins. Uh, and I just, I, I, I don't know what to make of it because apparently this thing has legs. It started out as a meme. It started out as, a joke, and something called, uh, I, I call it doggy coin, because it's D-O-G-E, but people call it Dogecoin. Those in the know call it Doge, okay? But anyway, Dogecoin uh, is, is apparently surpassing 65 cents. Its market share surpassed that of Ford Motor Company. Its market share surpassed that of Honda Motor Company. And I know, you're curious. You might ask yourself, what does Doggy Coin make? 
is there a physical product that I can attach to the notion of doggy coin? The answer is no. It is air. If I put a fart in a bottle, it would be worth more in the real world than doggy coin because at least there was a bottle. However, for some reason, you've got, you know, I challenged children. I'm not going to call them retarded because I don't want to get struck down again. We'll get into that. I, I, I don't want to, by all means, violate community standards because the standard is so high. I mean, G- Jesus would have a hard time living up to the YouTube community standards, but there's there's kids that have never held down a job that are now quote unquote doggy coin millionaires. Uh, the world is upside down. Sorry, it's just the way it is, and the crash is coming. And the crash is going to be so violent that it doesn't matter if you have your seatbelt on or not, it's going to knock some teeth loose. Because there's no way that somebody working nine to five, blisters on their hands their entire life, looks at their retirement account and sees it, you know, go lower and lower every single day because, well, the stock market's realizing, uh uh-oh, inflation. And you have doggy coin at what? It, it, It popped to, what, 69 cents or some ridiculous thing? There's nothing behind it. Look, a physical product is a physical product. You can touch it. If a man has an apple tree and his apple tree produces apples... He can take those apples and go to the farmer's market and sell those apples because he has a physical product. Doggy coin is not a physical product. It's an invention of a guy who was trying to make fun of Bitcoin. And apparently the joke's on society. The joke's on the working class. Because you could have just put a thousand bucks in doggy coin three months ago and now you'd be a millionaire or some ridiculous thing. It shows you how diluted the idea of the value of currency is. And I know there's some of you really hardcore, you know, cryptocurrency guys. Yeah, man, because it's the future. Put it in my hand. Show it to me. I have a keychain. It's of a teddy bear. I can take that keychain, and if someone is so inclined to purchase the keychain from me, then I can request legal tender for said keychain, because I have a product, physical product. We're entering this this dystopian foolishness of living in a digital world where people are paying upwards of a million dollars for something called digital art, I know. But the underlying reason for all this is because money's cheap. We're pumping trillions of dollars into the economy, and people who never had more than two nickels to rub together are waking up with thousands of dollars in the bank, and they don't know what to do with themselves. How do you think this is going to play out? How do you think this is 
going to end. So, I, I know, I'm behind the times. I don't even embrace the alien thing. I am a relic. However, between having Dogecoin and things I can barter with, I'll, I'll take the things I can barter with for 100. I know the Jeopardy guy died. It's sad. We all die. Get used to it. So this is where we are. And it's not getting any better. Now, we've all heard of, you know, pyramid schemes and pump and dub schemes. This is just another one. And people can... Okay. Imagine the psychological damage heaped upon an individual living in a trailer park who can count all the teeth in his mouth on one hand, waking up with 150 grand in his account, going to bed and waking up with, I don't know, five grand in his account because Dogecoin isn't stable. It shoots up and comes back down, and it shoots up and comes back down. You're going to have a spike in depression, in overdoses, in suicides when these newly minted millionaires realize that they're not. But I get ahead of myself. Uh, I have seen the error of my ways, and I have decided to come uh, become a more sensitive and, and sensible soul, understanding that body positivity and all uh, associated ailments are just a beautiful, beautiful thing, okay? So, uh, because, uh, look, I'm sure they're going to have a YouTube re-education camp at some point. It's only a matter of time. So yours truly was said to have violated the oh-so-lofty YouTube community standards. I don't know. Maybe a fat chick got angry. I know. Here I go again. This is why Gino's just posting a link to another website where you can go and listen to this. Because, uh, you know, how, how, how you say uh, our time, it is finite on this platform or on the platform you click the link to get to this platform anyway you know what i mean so on youtube currently is a video uh that has not been taken down that surprisingly has not violated the oh so elevated community standards called is it real now if you happen to have children in the area or you are a sensitive soul by nature, skip the next minute and a half. What is it real is, is two men of the homosexual persuasion inserting things into each other's rectums and guessing whether that which was inserted into said rectum was real or not. By real, I don't mean in existence. You know exactly what I mean by real. So that 
doesn't violate eBay or YouTube community standards. That is perfectly acceptable to the YouTube community. Adult men inserting things into each other's rectums and guessing whether that which was inserted is real flesh and blood or, you know, plastic. But me calling out certain things that are undeniably true, well, that's beyond the pale. Now, I told you, what was it, a month ago, two months ago, they were going to start coming for the little guys because they're running out of the big guys. I'm not a big guy. Come on. I know what this program is. I know that I have a limited audience because my sense of humor is like tripe soup. It is an acquired taste. But once you enjoy it, you will enjoy it for a life. So, they're scrubbing any opinion contrary to the narrative. We saw that with medical doctors that eh, seemed a little skeptical about getting a shot in the arm even though you're young and healthy. We saw that with people that looked upon the 2020 election and pointed out certain irregularities, if you will. Because right now, uh, the thought police is in full force. The thought police believes it has the upper hand. And so they're pulling out all the stops. They're not, they're not, there, there is no end in sight to what is happening in this country. And I know, still thinking you're the land of the free, huh? Still thinking you're the home of the brave. Still thinking the phoenix shall arise in you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll believe that you believe it. But I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not going to get on that particular train because I know where it's headed. So. The clampdown on individual thought in this country will continue as will uh, the constant drumbeat of, you need to get your vaccine. Apparently now there's no such thing as uh, herd immunity anymore. I know, that was a thing, wasn't it? Remember? Because that's how every virus plays out. Eventually, uh, enough people contract it, get over it, whatever, where it creates a herd immunity. Well, apparently this is a magic virus. Because there is no such thing as herd immunity for this, said uh, the, the rat thing himself, Dr. Felucci. So they're going to start mandating that parents put needles into their kids' arms. They're going to start mandating that, I don't know, if you're a suckling at the teat of your mother, take a break, get the vaccine, because you want to be a patriot. I've said it before, and I will say it again, and I will continue saying it until somebody comes to my house and physically silences me. Somebody needs to speak up. We've seen what happens throughout history when people say nothing and keep their head down and hope the wave crashes over them but does not affect them. Speak the truth. 
I know it's scary. I know, especially if you have a job and you work in corporate America or if you work anywhere. It's hard, and it's easy for me to say, speak the truth, because I I don't work for corporate America. I'm not afraid somebody's going to show up to my house and go, yeah, here's your last check. Uh, Your opinions don't uh, align with our, uh, you know, corporation. I I understand that. And this is, this is why they've had so much success. They, They understand fear. They understand putting pressure on people. They understand, uh, you know, making examples of certain individuals then pointing to them and going, you want to end up like that? Huh? Do you want to end up like that? Do you want to end up with no job, with your kids having no food, with no roof over your head, homeless in a tent in L.A.? See, this is, this is why the whole notion of Republicans winning again is, is a non-starter to me. Because the other side has no qualms about using intimidation, using violence, using demented people to light businesses on fire, using anything they can to achieve their goals. And the other thing that they have going for them is that the other side is wholly united. There's no cracks in their armor. Half of the Republicans are closet Democrats. They just want a seat at the table. They just want to be there when, when uh, the new elite is crowned. I'm not saying stop fighting, but be realistic about it. I'm not saying give up, but do what you can where you can. But to live this fantasy that it's all turning around, man, the Titanic ain't going to hit no iceberg, it already has. We're taking on water. Everywhere you look, things are going from bad to worse. I know, inflation's not a thing either until it is. They've actually had to admit it, oopsie. If something that cost me $3 six months ago, cost me four twenty-five today. That's inflation. I know, it's COVID. COVID disrupted everything. We can't blame COVID for the next 50 years for the hellscape this nation's going to become. They wish they could. They keep trying to pump the fear, but people are over it. Last Saturday, I went to a farmer's market out where I live. 200-ish people, not one of them wearing a mask. They're over it. You said two weeks to flatten the curve. We gave you a year plus. We're done. And so, I know, this is going to sound prophetic in six weeks because I'm American prophetic now. I hold, I, I hold things and then I release them just before they happen. So, whoo, no, stop. It's common sense. A new strain is going to make an appearance. It has to for them to keep control. It has to for them to go into lockdown again because it's about the destruction of this country so that they can rebuild it into their image to become a communist. I know so, socialism isn't communism, Mr. Boldia. Unless you've lived it, zip it. 
unless you've lived it, zip it. I don't need some pink-haired, septum-pierced, 22-year-old who thinks she knows everything. Tell me how socialism is the greatest thing on earth and it will never lead to communism because we're too smart for that. Really? You have a face tattoo that says cool. I don't think you're too smart for that. But that's just me. I know I violated community standards again. But what else is happening in this great world of ours? A preacher was arrested in England. You want to guess why he was arrested? He was arrested for preaching biblical marriage. I know, oh, those English, it'll never happen here. Already happening here. They're, not just, they're just not arresting you. They're just silencing your voice. And then when you no longer have a platform, when you no longer have a voice, and you decide to go out in the street, guess what's going to happen? That's when they arrest you. Now, if they silence you and you stay silent, you may have a little more time to enjoy the sun. But if you dare to speak, look, I I, I don't want to beat you up too bad. But you need to acknowledge certain realities because some of you are going, well, law enforcement is never going to go along with it. Really? They, they arrested mothers for letting their children play in the park. Hmm? Law enforcement isn't going to go along with it. Uh, about a month ago, let me sip my beverage and then I'll tell you a story. About a month ago, a young man who I really like came over. We had some good steak. We were sitting down and having a conversation. And he said something that really sent chills down my spine because I understood where he was coming from. And if you understand where he's coming from, then you also understand why uh, they are currently scrubbing the military of patriotic people, of people who hold a certain wink-wink political leaning. Because we were talking back and forth, and he said something. He said, I've got a wife and a baby. I'm going to follow orders. I want to keep my job. And that's the position a lot of law enforcement is in. I've got a family. I've got a mortgage. I've got bills to pay. I'm going to follow orders. Because they're well aware that if they say no, or if they resign in protest, there will always be someone waiting in the wings who will do it. Because this is the society we've created. This is the society... That, that, that all these, you know who I'm talking about, 
all, all the sarcastic, oh my, sort of. This is this is what you created, and now you're looking at the horror show you created and go, it's gone too far. Well, I'm sorry, your dog's off the leash, and it likes its freedom. And at some point, your dog's going to come back and bite you right on the mm, neck. The people who spearheaded the society we're currently seeing form are aghast at what society has become. They're trying to pump the brakes and they realize there's no brakes. So unless there is true revival, unless there is true repentance, unless there is a true turning towards righteousness and truth, you need, you need to stop banging the, the we're coming back stronger than ever drum. It's not going to happen. And the powers that be don't want it to happen. This is why you're being silenced. This is why anything that goes against the narrative of transgenderism is healthy and beautiful. Being obese and having heart palpitations is akin to being a model, a swimsuit model. This is the lunacy we're feeding each other. And if anyone dares to raise a finger and go, he's uh, not making the sense. I'm sorry, he's not making the sense. Well, then you're evil. And some of these people aren't content with just silencing you. I mean, these are unhinged individuals. You deserve to die for mocking trans gender women no I don't I think it's sad and hilarious at the same time that Bruce Jenner thinks he's a woman there I said it but you know what if Bruce Jenner aka Caitlin ends up being governor of California I'll have a good chuckle because man you people deserve it and by you people, I mean Californians. And by Californians, I mean those of you that went along just to get along, that saw the absolute implosion of your state and went, eh, I don't want to cause a ruckus. Why should I be the fly in the ointment? Well, there you go. There's no ointment left. Uh, but let's get, let's get back to this because you need to understand that what, what's happening in certain places in the world that are supposedly, quote-unquote, free nations will come to our doorstep eventually. It will come here. So a preacher in London was arrested for preaching biblical marriage from Genesis. A Christian street pastor was arrested last month for causing alarm and distress in London 
for preaching about the biblical definition of marriage being between one man and one woman from Genesis. Think on that. He was arrested for causing alarm and distress for simply saying, yeah, marriage is between one man and one woman. Now, apparently, people going around stabbing at each other like they're in a butcher shop trying to kill cattle isn't alarming and distressing. You've got certain young men of the Muslim persuasion going around stabbing people in the face, lighting them on fire, doing all kinds of naughty things. Yet, somehow, the English populace, the Londoners, if you will, have gotten used to, you know, eh, randomly being murdered on the street on any given day. But even those people have their limits, sir. And if you have an elderly man saying that marriage is between one man and one woman, well, sir, that's one bridge too far. That's alarming and distressful. How dare you? Bring on the Muslim rape gangs. At least they're not preachy. Pastor John Sherwood. You want to guess how old the man is? He's 71 years old. Went out on a street in London. Preached from Genesis 1. Said, hey! Bob and Barry can't be married. Two hot dogs, no bun. Alarming and distressful as his message was, the 71-year-old minister of the Penfree Methodist Church in North London was approached by police officers in the northwest London town of Uxbridge on April the 23rd, while preaching on the final verses of Genesis 1. He allegedly stated that God designed families to have a mother and a father and not two parents of the same gender. And? Because let's, let's break this down, shall we? I know... YouTube community standards. Dear Lord, this man is just destroying every... Look at him, single-handedly. Do you understand that without two parents, one male, one female, there could be no children? I'm sorry, Bob and Barry can insert as many things as they want into each other's rectum. No baby's going to pop out. That's just science. I know, trust the science, except in this case. We trust the science only when it suits the narrative. We trust the science only when it suits the propaganda. Mother and father. 
Yes, that's the way God designed it because that's the only way it could be. Without a mama and a daddy, there's no baby. Do we really need to go back to biology 101? This is what the world has come to. Only going to get worse. There needs to be some sort of global catastrophe for people to to, to wake up out of this stupor. This is insanity. I don't have it to give, but I'll give $10 million to any homosexual couple that says they're pregnant. Put Bob and Barry on an island for 50 years. Let them attempt to procreate and raise their children. Ain't going to happen. So, factually speaking, I'm not talking about feelings. Because right now, the, the, the whole movie, you hurt my feelings. Well, your feelings are retarded. You should take your feelings put a plastic bag over their head and let them asphyxiate because your feelings are dumb. But everyone's feelings have to be validated and valid. Even people with mental disorders that think they're women, even though, well, you know, biologically speaking, they got the berries and the, you know, anyway. No, I'm sorry. I don't have to validate your feelings. You're insane. You have a mental disorder. You need to get help for your mental disorder. So factually speaking, by all the evidence available to us, did Pastor John Sherwood say anything untrue? God designed families to have a mother and a father. Amen. Pastor Peter Simpson, who was preaching alongside Sherwood, shared about the arrest in a blog for the conservative woman. He explained the need to raise awareness of how police in Great Britain are clamping down on the freedom of Christians to proclaim in public places the teachings of the scripture. Now, I do have a query, as they would say in England. My query is this. Are they using the same heavy-handed tactics with the Muslim community? They know they can pick on Christians, and Christians will do nothing. They know they can pick on Christians, and Christians will say nothing. Plus, there is the caveat that you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. That's also a thing. So, I know, Joel Osteen says it's not true. 
Joel says that that, that was just a, a mistype. You will be loved by all nations for my name's sake. That's what it was supposed to be. Can you imagine? I, you know what? If it ever came out, I, I'd have to pony up the 30 bucks just to read it. The Gospel According to Joel Osteen. Could you imagine all the happy claptrap? I'm sure Beth Moore would sing its praises. The Gospel According to Joel Osteen. Never mind that sin stuff. Pick up your Bible and say, this is my Bible. I don't read it. I don't do what it says. But I sure do look good holding it. So, he explained the need to raise awareness of how police in Great Britain are clamping down on the freedom of Christians to proclaim in public places the teachings of the scripture. He said, preaching the gospel together in public is something the two pastors often do. God bless them. Police approached Sherwood and said three complaints had been received about this preaching and accused him of causing (gasps) alarm and distress to members of the public. Now, I've been to jolly old England. I actually spent some time there. If you want to understand the level of depravity that mankind is capable of, all you really need to do is go to England on a three-day weekend where the booze is flowing. The level of depravity is such where, look, I'm not a prude. I've seen things in this life, in this world. I have no problem with with, with seeing the dingy underbelly of society. I grew up in the dingy underbelly of society. But one weekend in London with, with the lovely lasses with very bad teeth because, you know, universal dental, If you see the depravity that can be unleashed, you'll understand how Sodom and Gomorrah was not exaggerated by any means in the Bible. Let's put it that way. So these self-same depraved individuals who throw up in each other's mouths because they're so drunk, The self-same depraved individuals who fall asleep on park benches and in the street half-naked were alarmed and distressed because a 71-year-old preacher said, marriage is between a man and a woman. Hmm. Another police officer spoke to Simpson and explained the need to avoid any homophobic statements, to avoid offending people, even though there is no law protecting people from being offended. Uh, I, I, I got some breaking news for you. The gospel is offensive. 
The gospel is offensive to sin. The gospel is offensive to the sinner. The gospel is offensive to the rebellious. The gospel is offensive to the duplicitous. The gospel is offensive to the lukewarm. The gospel is offensive. If we try to legislate offense, well, two can play at that game, but apparently only one side is allowed to be offended. Nay, even alarmed and distressed because the preacher said marriage is between a man and a woman. Me seeing homosexuals and assless chaps walking down the street simulating sex acts while I'm holding my daughter's hand, well, I have no right to be offended at that. But because a 71-year-old man says marriage is between a man and a woman because that's the only way that a family unit can be created, have children procreate. Well, that's not just homophobic. That's offensive and alarming. Yay, distressing even. Me having to watch a man pretending to be president mumble his way through a speech. Me having to watch this nation degrade before my eyes and the policies that are being enacted just, just disembowel it. I'm not allowed to be offended by that. Me seeing an imposter in the Oval Office who knows full well is not there by either the will of the people or merit. I'm not allowed to be offended by that. Me finding out that My kids are being taught to hate themselves because of the color of their skin. I'm not allowed to be offended by that. Me watching the media and corporations orgasm over criminals, resisting arrest, getting killed, and being turned into martyrs, I'm not allowed to be offended by that. But if you dare say marriage is between a man and a woman, well then, sir, thou hast offended me. I know, rising phoenix, riding on the thermals out in the air. Do you understand how overdue judgment is, not just for this country, but for the world? Do you you have any notion of the depth of God's mercy? So another police officer spoke to Simpson and explained the need to avoid any homophobic... And again, that's another thing. Homophobia means... Fear of homosexuals. I'm sorry, I'm not afraid of you. I believe your lifestyle is contrary to scripture. 
But I'm not afraid of you. I'm sorry. So I responded to the police. Uh, or I responded, and, and, and this is a perfect response by this younger preacher. I responded that the police would have no objection whatsoever to a pride parade being held in Oxbridge. Yet, that would be highly offensive to Bible-believing Christians, Simpson wrote. The officer did not appear to appreciate the logic behind this argument. Of course not. Oh, by the way, uh, what is it? The first ever all-homosexual Navy team uh, was, was just touted. We are inviting aggression to the point that even, even like some, some third-world African nations thinking about trying to attack us at this point. We've lost our minds. And it's been said often enough where we all know the reality of it, but most people don't understand just how horrible a thing it is. That the worst thing that God can do to an individual or a nation is leave them to go to the desire of their heart. The worst thing that can happen to a nation is to be allowed to pursue everything it wants to pursue unchecked. As the Germans are fond of saying, Willkommen! So the response of this pastor was perfectly legitimate. Police would have no objection whatsoever to a pride parade being held in Uxbridge. But I'll take it a step further. They would criminalize you for being offended by a pride parade in your town. Why are you so toxic? Why are you so homophobic? It's just love. Oh, by the way, the, the, the push for pedophilia is back on because it's just love, you know. Okay, come on, it's just love. Love, 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 love. We deserve it. I remember one time uh, my grandma used to buy sugar cubes. Uh, she, she used to like to put them in her tea. And it was during communist days. It was back in Romania. I was maybe seven, eight years old. And those, those sugar cubes weren't easy to come by. Uh, so she came home with a little box of sugar cubes. I think there were like 20 to a pack. Uh, she put it in the house. She went out to the chicken coop to collect the eggs. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm still a husky fellow. I've always enjoyed the sugar. This sugar is a beautiful creation that God said, here you go, sugar cane, have a little sweetness. So while my grandma was out, I ate all her sugar cubes, 20 in total. I loved the way they crunched between my teeth. It was just, ah, it was, it was magical. Now, when my grandma came back in the house and she saw her box of sugar cubes completely depleted, uh, my grandma was old school. 
she, she, she liked the spanking, perhaps a little too much. And, uh, you know, she came and, and, and she spanked me. I think it was her hand at that time. Sometimes she threw her walker at us. You know, stop. Good, good times. Uh, but, you know, sometimes she'd use a switch, but this time it was her hand. And I remember thinking throughout the whole experience, even though it stung, I deserve this. Because I knew what I'd done. I'd eaten all her sugar cubes. And so a spanking was warranted. We're going to have the same reaction when judgment descends wave upon wave. We're going to look at what is happening. We're going to look at the wrath of God being poured out. And we're going to go, yep. We deserve it. Police officers urged Sherwood to come down from a stepladder he was preaching from as he respectfully informed police he has freedom of speech and people have the freedom to ignore him and continue walking if they disagree with his statements, Simpson wrote. Sherwood resumed preaching and spoke of the precious right to freedom of speech which is traced back to the Magna Carta in 1215. Well, did they know? Magna Carta, Schmagna Carta. YouTube community standards say you're offensive. Your freedom of speech ends where my feelings begin. Sherwood initially refused the arrest and argued he was engaged in lawful activity and had not committed a crime, Simpson said. A video recorded by someone in the crowd showed Sherwood shaking his head at the officer, refusing to come down from the small stepladder. The officers proceeded to pull the 71-year-old pastor down from the ladder as he resisted arrest and seemingly lunged at an officer as multiple officers handcuffed him and arrested him. Yes, a 71-year-old man lunged at an officer. But an 18-year-old hippopotamus with a knife that was trying to stab another one, well, that officer overreacted because she wasn't lunging. Can, can... So... Sometimes I have no words. Sometimes I have no words. A lady in the crowd was heard saying, it's a Christian country, let him speak. While Simpson noted that others in the crowd had accused him of hate speech. Sherwood stayed overnight at a police detention center and was released around noon the next day after being detained for 21 hours. The arrest of a faithful minister for doing nothing other than declaring that the Bi- what the Bible teaches about one of the important mo- moral issues 
of our time reveals the dangerous assault upon freedom of speech and, not least, upon the freedom of Christian pastors to declare in public all that the Bible teaches. It doesn't matter what the Bible teaches. My feelings are hurt and I'm offended. It used to be. Remember a time it used to be when you heard something that you didn't agree with? You just walked away. Nay, nay, no mas. Now if you hear something offensive, well, you report them. You call the cops. You get them arrested. Funny thing, though. I'm sure that there are plenty of people that reported the is it real guys or the is it real video to YouTube. Somehow, they never got around to taking it down. So, you need to understand the world you're living in. Because once you understand the world you're living in, you're going to place your hope not in the future of a nation, not in whether Donald Trump's going to run for president again or not, not in the Republican Party, not in the Democrat Party, not in the alien. You're going to place your hope in Christ. Because that is the only place that you can place your hope where it won't fail you. Where you look back and go, wow, I, I really believe that? It's only going to get worse. Because the Bible tells us it's only going to get worse. It's not that I want it to get worse. It's just going to. Because these are the last days. Everyone from Jesus, to the disciples, to Jeremiah, to Ezekiel, they've all warned of this. They all warned of the times that we're living in. And how do I put this gently? You cannot plead ignorance because there are enough people who went out on a limb to tell you the truth. You cannot plead ignorance because there are enough people sounding the alarm. But see, rather than embrace the truth, much of the church today finds the truth alarming and distressing, just like the townsfolk of Uxbridge. Without truth, you have no freedom. Without truth, you have no Christ. The truth sets you free. Deception keeps you caged. Choose which one you embrace. That's up to you. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
uh, even if the eBay community standards, um, well, you know, say that I violated them repeatedly. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for clicking on the link. I know it's making it harder for you. You have to click on a link to go to another website to listen to this. You guys are the true heroes. Anyway, haha. God bless. Thanks for listening. Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. I will see you next week unless, well, I don't. Uh, in which case, uh, I will send carrier pigeons to your house. <laughs> so there's that. Have a good week. All right, Mike, thank you. Uh, the new platform that we will be going to is Rumble. And uh, so far, so good. We put the last week's program on there, and it does not seem like a site that would censor or take down our program. So um, what we do now is we'll post the link on YouTube. And uh, when you go to that YouTube, which is our Handy Help channel, that will direct you to click on the proper link to the video site. So get the word out to your friends. Let them know. And uh, we have all our YouTube videos uh, from April uh, 21st and before are all fine. As Mike put it, at risk of getting the channel nuked, uh, we're going to do it this way for a while. Um, So keep us in prayer. Uh, We're wanting to get the word out, get the warnings out, and as time goes on, you can keep getting our videos. You can also go to the Hand to Help website for all our books and our videos and tapes, music, um, handyhelp.com. And again, I would urge you to get the Through the Fire book, get the word out about the warning for America, because each day we inch closer to that event happening. God bless you so much. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com. Or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.